listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Thank you, Vera, for being here on the Female VC Lab. In one line, can you give me your name, your title, and the name of your fund? I am Vera Schroeder. I'm an associate at Safar Partners. Awesome. So what inspired you to become a venture capitalist or an investor? Mm -hmm. So I have a PhD in chemistry, which is maybe not a very intuitive background for a venture capitalist. I spent 10 years in academia in chemistry, always working on the most applied research I could find. And in an academic setting, I always had a sense of frustration that every project was started with a justification of an application and then that follow-through work didn't really happen in that academic setting, and I didn't quite understand why. Mm -hmm. So I was all set to leave academia to pursue that type of work more when I learned about the professor who ended up being my PhD advisor. He, at the time, had already spun out three companies. I was like, wait, that's amazing. I've never heard of a chemist do this. I really want to work for that man. Mm -hmm. And I joined his laboratory with the idea of founding my own company and starting my own thing. So instead of doing it with my own company on one project, I thought, oh, well, through venture, I can bring 20 different projects into the real world as mm -hmm. a scalable way to do that. And yeah, joined a different venture during my PhD. And then I joined Safar Partners right after with the motivation to bring really difficult technologies to market. That's a great story. So I, too, have an untraditional background. I am a computer science from Berkeley, so I have a very similar trajectory as you. I, too, started a company and wanted to find out, like, how do you fund it? And so I took, uh, I, I actually was at one, a lot of these seven o'clock in the morning venture capital meetings here in Los Angeles to try and understand, like, how venture capital worked. So it's always kind of cool to hear those stories about how you became that and what inspired you to do that. So what is your investment thesis and what, what is the motivation for your investment thesis? Yeah. So at Safar, we invest in university spouts out of MIT, Harvard, and the University of Rochester mm -hmm. in three different buckets. So the first one is clean tech and advanced materials. Second one is life sciences and medical devices. And the third one is AI, IT robotics. And our overall philosophy is to form long-term partnerships 
with our portfolio and accompany them from inception um, until they're ready to face the exit that they're going to face. So we try to be a first investor in. We write very small checks to start out with and are prepared with the fund to make investments up to $20 million. And as I said, accompany the portfolio through every stage. So the underlying belief is that you can really only get things done if you understand each other. So in the world that we live in, we meet a hundred people we meet some very briefly and even the most interesting people, you meet them briefly and you think, oh, there's so many things you could work on, but then mm-hmm. you can't follow through because that happens to seven times a day. <laughs> so we believe like in a world where everyone wants to get things done, uh, you really need to know each other and work together as a team. Mm-hmm. And that's what we build our fund on. That's great. That's very important. Teamwork is very important. Even internal to your fund, teamwork is very important. What are you currently listening to or learning or reading? What What are you doing to enhance yourself as a venture capitalist or an investor? So coming from this very technical background of chemistry, what I've been really fascinated by the last couple of months is innovation in a business sense. So the type of companies I run into, they're all founded on a breakthrough technology, a breakthrough experiment, a breakthrough material. But what I've been most fascinated by most recently is, well, now that you have your technology, what innovation do you bring into how you build your business? Right. So, right. You can innovate not just in the technology, you can innovate in how you reach out, how you distribute, how you make money. Mm-hmm. So those other types of innovations exactly are oftentimes overlooked in the academic setting just because people don't know about them. So I've been I've been doing a lot of reading in that area and honestly talking to people a lot. Reading about it is one thing, but once you have an open conversation with someone who's an expert in that area, it, it propels your knowledge really doesn't compare to anything else. So so what kind of disruptions have you seen around business models or revenue models recently? So a recent example I've seen, it's a, and we recently made an investment, it's a material company on biodegradable plastics. So in that sense, it's a fairly traditional materials clean tech investment, right? By now, a lot of people have heard about biodegradable plastics. And what's special about that team, Kristen and Yelena of Radical Plastics, is that they build um, their business uh, leveraging their expertise they have over working in the industry of biodegradable plastics over 20 years. So they know the compounders, they know the manufacturers, they know decision makers in big companies. So Mm -hmm. they just recently launched. And if you call them tomorrow and you say, I want 10,000 pounds of your product, an average materials company would kind of freak out. It's like, oh no, I need to purchase this full-scale equipment. I need to hire people. This is going to take me three, four, six months. And they are like, okay, well, we can service this tomorrow because we are sidestepping this issue of uh, building up our own wet lab. And it's a, it's a great way to sell those materials. And really, from an investor standpoint, you don't want your equity dollars to go towards yeah. purchasing. Of Going to a, that inventory. 
Right. Like mm-hmm. that, that's not, you want to pay for expertise, for scalability. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm very excited. They, they yeah, that sounds, really, that sounds really cool. I, I, I really like that example. That, so that is actually an innovation in that area. Because like you said, if yeah. somebody came and said, hey, I need 10,000, 100,000, it could take other people a very long time and they can help you scale because they, they have the expertise. So uh, here is our bonus question. So my bonus question to you is, how do you see venture capital evolving in the next year or two? If it's, let's say, the end of 2022, and I, I talk to you again, Vera, at the end of 2022, how do you see venture capital? It's an interesting time for venture capital. I, I would think that raising money right now, especially for fund managers starting out, is difficult People don't want to spend huge dollars from an LP standpoint. But overall, I would expect to see more small funds. See, funds are always going to exist and they can do follow-on fundings, right? But have your own small specialty expert, nano VC, raise $5, $10 million. I think that's the model we're going to see more next, next year or two. No, that's interesting. So how do people contact you? What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? I'm on LinkedIn, active on LinkedIn. So a message okay. there. I, I try to follow up with all of them. Thank you so much, Vera, for spending time and being our guests on the Female VC Lab podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You're quite welcome. This episode is brought to you by Trail and Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at https colon slash slash trailin T-R-A-I-L-Y-N dot com to find out more. Find us on Apple on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening.